Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 142 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the Universal Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Colin Ford, Commander Phoenix to Fire, and joining me in the Orange Signed Winder for this episode, we have our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Ben Moss Woodward. Advice. Choose life. Okay. And popping in from time to time, we have Chief Barge Steward, um, Grant Psycho-Cal Wilkelt. Good evening, everybody. In fact, I tell from this, we've got a bit of a cut-down crew, uh, mostly due to cancellations at the last moment and, and real-life stuff and things like that. So if you're be- willing, um, willing to put up with just the Ben and Colin show for probably the next... Uh, half hour to an hour, then um, I'm afraid it's going to be a bit of a cut down one today. So, if you wish, uh, are we live, Ben? In the game? We are indeed live, and we are also making coffee, because I suspect we might need it. Yes. Uh, yes, no, we are live, we are outside, uh, we're at the Orange Sidewinder this evening, I'm already being joined by Commanders Mortimer and Zed and the Embryo. Oh, the embryo. Well, Commander em- em- no, Commander Embryo. Oh, Commander. And apparently, embryo. Mortimer is famous. Apparently, is he? What is it? Is oh, that? Be- he, he says he is. Oh, do, does he have a, a co-pilot called Reeves? I don't know, Mortimer. Do you have a co-pilot called Reeves? And I guess we'll find out soon enough when, in about 30, 40 seconds when he hears me. <laughs> right. Well, let's see. Well, as as it's just you and me, uh, Ben, what have you been up to? For the last week. Well, well, exciting things I've been up to is I went off to see the, oh, what the hell is it called again? That memorable, um, eh? No, I actually really enjoyed it. In the cinema, um, horror franchise game. Um, Resident Evil. Re- was it Res- might have been Resident Evil. Uh, nope. zom- zombie thing, basically. Really, really fast zombies, but I've never... It's a PlayStation game, so I've never played it, and I've never watched any of the movies. But my brother-in-law really wants to go and see it, and my brother-in-law had to... My brother-in-law has issues, shall we say, and needs someone to be with him and things like that. So he basically so, needs someone to hold his hand. He need, yeah, he needed me to come along and hold his hand and things like that. So that wasn't a problem. I was like, okay, well, I don't mind coming to see some random film with you. I've never seen any of the five pre-shows, but I'm sure that won't matter. Um, so, I, oh, <laughs> let me just get my shields back up because somebody's landing on me. So, I'm sure it won't matter and I'll go and watch it. And I actually really enjoyed it. That would um, be Resident Evil. Resident Evil. The that's final the chapter. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that Mark was Cole, it. Do you like that one? Hmm? Who would like Mark, it? Mark, Comer, Mark Kermode actually liked that one, even though yep. he said it was rubbish, but it was good fun rubbish. So, you know, it, it was good fun rubbish, yes. Um, and then after that, I then went off to see T2 Train Spotting, which I loved. Although it did make me feel awfully homesick for Edinburgh. Because, <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, that, that pub that they're in. No I know where that is. I, I know where that is. The Banana Flats where Spod lives. They're like half a mile down the road from my house I used to live at when I was at uni. <laughs> um, that place there, yeah, that's about ten meters away from another flat I lived at when I was living in Edinburgh. 
and all these other all these things. Yes. And they're just like, oh. Yeah, and uh, I know I know the feeling because every time um, something turns up at either Manchester or Glasgow, I'm always there going, oh. Especially in Cold Feet when Cold Feet was on this year, I was there going, oh look, I I was down there not so long back, and so on. It's it's one of those. I mean, the thing is, um, everybody's who has seen T2 train spotting has uh, as all said, yep, it's it's not as good as the first one, but it's worthy it, of it. It's definitely worthy of it. Um, mm. And it also makes you feel old because you suddenly realise, <laughs> oh, heck, we're 20 years older than we once were. And but that's the thing, they've actually done it so that, yeah, I'm not giving anything away, but, you know, obviously they've basically, they've moved the cast on 20-odd years as well. So mm-hmm. Renton's been basically avoiding Begbie for the past 20 odd years and <laughs> uh, and all, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, Renton's been laying low, Spod's been being a druggie and you know, sick boy. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh, sick boy's been being a, a wheeler dealer, dodgy geezer, you know, as mm. he is. You know, a bit of a lad. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was a massage parlor owner. I suppose is the is maybe more technically correct. Right. Yes. Look. Well, um, do have we got a grant about? I don't know if grants around, um, but my mm. my brother-in-law, who I also saw that with, obviously, find mm-hmm. it incredibly funny because after watching it and basically having an hour and a half of hearing Scottish again, my accent came right back. Yes. So while um, we were waiting hmm. on the for the tram going home, my Edinburgh accent. I was blathering away with him, and my Edinburgh accent came back. Yes, it's and got a he found that hilarious. That. Yes. yes, yes. I must admit, I've got the same problem. Last time uh, I went up to Edinburgh, I never said a word after leaving the train. Went over uh, to to find out where the buses was. Turned right back round to the missus. Without, and we haven't said a word to each other since leaving the train. And in a thick Scottish accent, I says, right, do you think you want to pick up this bus here? And she just went, what the heck what the? was that that yeah. came out of your mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just looked at me as if I'd suddenly changed nationality like that. Ooh. Okay, I don't know who that is. Is that Grant? I hope not. <laughs> well, I hope it is, actually, because he can switch it off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hi, Snoz. So, Snoz. It is Colin and myself and maybe Grant. Part-time Grant. Yeah, part-time Grant. Well, uh, as far as myself being, um, uh, see, I've done another Top Shift, which is now on the Lave Radio website. Uh, planning another, continuing the live stream on it at um, 11 o'clock at night on a Thursday and a Sunday. So... Um, the Xbox Commander has managed to crawl another 250 light years towards the first base. I've still got over a thousand to go, and the space madness is beginning to turn in, I think. Um, meanwhile, in the main game, I've been mostly doing that Alliance community goal, which I am bored rigid of. I don't know. I mean, have you have you given up on that one, Ben? I have to admit, I haven't even taken part in it, which I kind of feel I should do because I want to get my Alliance rep up. But I've just been in the main game. I've been pottering around doing my own thing. I've been doing, um, I've been doing combat missions with Fozzer. Or uh, like last night, uh, Fozzer and I tried to go off and do a 
Warzone, and we're doing so. Fellas were like, "Yeah, come and join me up here." And I was like, "Okay, I'll come and join you up there." It's like five hundred light years away from anywhere, but I'll come and join you. Not a problem. Mm. So five hundred light years, fly up there, and that that was fine. Um, I got there. I saw there was a whole lot of massacre missions. Picked up twenty odd massacre missions by you know jumping in and out of instances and things like that, like you do, kind of, sort mm-hmm. of. Yep. Um, and then. Father showed up, picked up a couple more missions, and then we flew off to the war zone. Yep. There was a bloody ceasefire going on. Ah, I know that well. I know that that horrible feeling well because that is one of the reasons why I got so angry about the people wanting a delay on the multiplayer. Mm. Because that's what happened to me. I was there in the ASP because uh, my yeah. ASP is the quickest way to get around the bubble. Uh, and I came across all these war zones with fantastic massacre missions. I thought, fantastic way for me to up the uh, uh, my rating. Aye. Filled myself up with all these uh, missions, called in the ASP. It took three hours to get there. Waited yeah. three hours, flew out, guess what? Ceasefire was then in place. Wasn't before, but it was when the <laughs> ASP arrived. Yeah. So I'd, I'd I, I was... To, I would love a better telegramming of or telegraphing when State changes occur. <laughs> but you can't predict uh, the tick. Aye. But they can still let you know when the fuck the... Sorry, excuse my language. We're not even pre-water show shed the yet. The fudge. The fudge. Yes, let us know when the fudge, the tick <laughs> is occurring, especially if you've picked up fudging missions that are kind of depending on the fudging tick and the state <laughs> that you're fudging well in. There we are. Don't fudge yes. words then. <laughs> yes. It is completely and utterly awesome sourced. Yeah. Apart from that, actually, um, now I have actually started engineering my ships oh. because I've, I realized I was very close to a couple of the engineers, the Dweller and uh, uh, Felicity. And there's also, what's, an, what's his name? Uh, the Blaster, Todd the, Mar- the Blaster. And um, I've started doing that. Now, I must admit, now that those commodities have been removed, it's, it's so much nicer. I need to go back and do some, actually. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've now got um, some really nice lasers on the Fertilance. So if we do wing up, I can actually heal you. <laughs> oh, you got the healing beams. I've got the healing beams. Right. It cost me how a little much bit dam- How much damage do the healing beams do? Well, they, so, do, normal, you know, they, sh- they do normal yeah. damage against other uh, enemies. Okay. But you, you hit a, a wingmate, though and that damage is, is healed up, yes. That's nice. It yeah. is. I, I, yeah, that is nice. So um, I would recommend everybody having a go at it again because I think, well, they are thinking of putting in the what was it the yeah. the commodities back you, in once they've got commodity storage, haven't they? Oh, they they're talking about it. So get I suppose really should get it while you can. Yeah. So yeah, that that's effectively been me apart from getting my backside whipped at both X wing and now my daughter started to play Netrunner against me. I'm getting my backside whipped at Netrunner, so I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm maybe I should give up on card games and tabletop games. I don't think I've played Netrunner. How can, it rings well, a bell. It does ring a bell, and I suspect I have, but... Well, I... Oh. I mean, I used to be into playing those um, those card games, you know, like oh. Magic the Gathering and things like that. I used to be into that quite a bit. But um, I think three, four years ago... Uh, no, two years ago, they re-released 
uh, one of the best games called Netrunner under the phrase Android Netrunner, where one person is a hacker and you've got to steal uh, agendas from a corporation. And mm -hmm. it's it's actually probably, I think it's universally thought of as one of the best uh, card games you've got out there. Okay. Uh, so, yes. Uh, I don't think there's much crossover between this and the elite community, so I'm probably boring <laughs> the elite community to death by by, men, by mentioning this. But uh, yes, we do have plenty of time to fill. <laughs> so shall we head in with the, de the uh, development news? Well, okay, why not? Why not? Yes. Okay, then. Well, obviously, newsletter 120 hits on Friday. You mean 160? Um, well, yeah, 160, yes. Okay, I'm having slight... Now you know why I'm losing at Netrunner, because basically I can't count. <laughs> it's very important counting. Or read. <laughs> Good job I don't play poker. Jesus. Now, one of the things that, um, the, the, that was uh, highlighted was On the Horizon, which was the 2.3 developers update, which I think we did to death. Uh, last week. Yeah, we kind of covered it last week, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, I did watch a little bit of the live stream with Ed, which was on just before us, and that did, he did mention that really next week is the week where they'll start showing off what the commanders are capable of. So, put a date in your diary. It's, it's next week. Uh, there'll be a couple of live streams that Ed will probably be running. Um, just to show off what we can look forward to. And I must admit, the speculation about this has run ram rampant on the forums. I mean, they've, they've put up... Wasn't Brett C saying that he's got to monitor something like 20 different threads about this very subject? He might have missed it, if he did. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So we've got, uh, yeah, a lot of speculation, a lot of debate, and a lot of, well, the good old uh, debate about, oh, it's going to break immersion by this instant transfer thing. Yeah. Now, no, I, I'm actually I, really surprised how okay the community is for this lack of instant transfer, you know, given well, what happened with the, with the, um, the, my realism and the ship transfers. Uh, well, you mean the fact that the community is more in favour of the instant ship? Yeah. The, the instant crew transfer. Yeah. Um, well, you've got to also remember that there is a one major difference, is that even though it might be instant, you can't drop your commander off at a base and mm. then have something transferred there. You are gone straight back to it's, where you were before. It's less likely for exploits and things. Yeah, because the main the main problem that everybody had with the instant ship transfer was, oh look, I'm over at Hutton Orbital. Yep. I think I'll just bring over my um, my killer Corvette that will wipe everybody flat. Uh, and of course, that was a bit of a worry until we actually saw the prices. Yeah, <laughs> and you suddenly realised it realized, is a wee bit to get out to Colonia and things, isn't it? Um, it's it's not worth doing. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> I think um, if I do ever get out to Colonia, I hate to think how much it's going to cost to have, like, even have my E-rated Cobra taken from. Uh, Honestly, Lave. I wouldn't bother. I was looking at it for shipping some of my like my fighters out or something like that, and they're just like, mm -hmm. no, bad idea. Just well, bad, the, bad idea. 
The problem is, out of Colonia, they do not, according to INRNA, mm-hmm. uh, they do not produce, you can't get the Cobra Mark III from the shipyard. Nope. The ships that they had were a Vulture, I think there was a Type 6 or something like that, mm-hmm. and maybe another, but there weren't a lot. Yeah, so, yes, there's a, an awful lot of uh, things still to do for my uh, Cobra, um, for my uh, Colonia Commander, so... Yes. Uh, whew, I'm, I'm getting, like I said, it is getting a little bit space crazy heading out there. But um, admittedly, yeah, it hasn't had the the same vitriol as the ship transfers did. Yep. Which, I, to tell you the truth, I'm quite relieved about. Well, I mean, I'm, I, I have no issues with it because of gameplay and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I saw, yeah, Ed has basically said on the forums that you're not actually actually there. It's a hologram of you that is being oh. taken over through some sub-warp transport no. thing or whatever. No, no, no. I, so I you're don't... Not like, they're not pulling your pixels apart. They are just beaming your consciousness over instead. Oh. Which I can live with than purple pixels pulling my pixels. Can you? Because I can. I just think, forget it. Just hand wave them. It's like the oh. escape pod. I don't yeah. care. Just give me the gameplay. I don't care. I don't actually need an explanation for this one. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to let it go. But, <laughs> but you know, the amount of people that are coming up with, oh, no, you're going to have to 3D print your body into the, into the, the ship uh, that pot, you're pot, moving to. Pot here, crudle again. Yeah, back to, yeah, back to the, the crew crudle. Pot crudle. Pot crudle, that was it, yes. Yep. In the, just, <laughs> add, just add hot water and you've got an instant commander. Uh, yeah. So we'll, <laughs> like I said, um, I think we'll we'll move past that one because we we did yeah, it a dead last week. Um, no, have you seen the new um, ship skins oh, that have been available I, for? Th- oh, naughty, naughty Ben! I meant to go get some. Did you? Oh, well. Uh. well, yeah, I was I was kind of thinking of it, but I don't really have any money at the moment. Ah, so yes, that's the, that's the problem, isn't it? Well. Yeah. Oh, who's who's bashing into you now? I don't know. I just saw somebody, <laughs> someone fly and yeah, gave my gave my shields a little kiss. Um, but I did like the the skin that was for the the gladiator skin for the uh, for the Taipan, which is what I'm flying at the moment. Yeah, I must admit that's the one ship. That's the one fighter I've yet to actually fly. Um, you're not, you're in a, you're in an alliance, and you're not you don't have a Taipan. No, you've got to remember. I was down in um deep in Imperials in space for the last okay. six months trying to grind for this blooming um, clipper. And okay. <laughs> not the cutter, just the clipper. And I'm still not there yet. So, all oh, the only fighters that I do have are Imperial, but once that cl- that um, clipper is in in my fleet, that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm then back up to the Alliance and I'll be flying around in, in Taipans, which I hope that they put in CQC at some point. I really hope they do as well because I like the Type and it's a nice ship. Yeah, um, not as not as maneuverable as the uh, as the Imperial fighter. No, but yeah. yeah, I I really like it. I think it looks awesome and I love the way it unfolds. Mm. Um, but I was quite tempted by either the orange and white Type or the black and red one. <laughs> the black um, and red one, which looks like the A team. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it just but it just looks really good. Um, I do like so I like what they've done with those ship skins, yeah. but. 
I am a little bit cash poor at the moment after well I was cash poor in January and I'm recovering from from January and not having any money. Yeah, well one of the reasons I'm cash poor at the moment is because I've put a lot of money aside for the Elite RPG. Well, yeah. And yes, that's Interestingly enough, just as a quick aside, the uh, Elite Dangerous role-playing game has now passed £63,000 from 886 backers. Seven days still yet to go, go, but this does mean that Josh Attack, uh, his art book, will be available. So, uh, yeah, Uh, I think we're, what? It's about 3,000... Oh, hang on a second. Let me do my my math right. Yeah, just under 7,000 short for everybody getting a GM screen. Uh, but the, I, I, do you think that they'll be able to hit oh. the 95 of the spaceship guide? I, I, well, according to... Um, oh, the kick, kick track, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was guessing that they're going to be up to about... They're going to get about 100,000. Well, that wouldn't um, be too bad. I know I'm very... Have you seen the die that they have? Those D10? Uh, actually, no, I haven't seen. Where Where are the, oh, the D10s? Hang on. All right, I'll put it on to... Oh, right, let's go and... I'll put it on stream as well. Mm-hmm. So, Kickstarter... Oh, hang on, yeah, I see, I see it now. Is this the add-ons? Yeah, in the add-ons. All right, um, okay, let's have a look. I see the so pen. I'll, get, I'll, I'll bring oh, it up. Oh, right, okay. Chessex Borealix Dice. They're the ones. Yeah, I'm just Uh, going there and then I'll switch over onto it. Kickstarter. There. So I'll let everybody see because their their dice are looking very, very sweet. Right. Um, Display capture. Blah, 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 blah. Right, that should be putting my image on so so everyone can now see my screen. And I've made it so that the page is full screen and they don't see it. That's all they can see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's scroll down. Um, so ba- basically, anyway, here we go. There's the their add-on sections. Mm-hmm. Um, so in their add-ons, you you can you can, if if for whatever reason you haven't got the core book, you can go yep. and buy the core book for thirty-five quid. You can buy their campaign books, the military espionage, exploration, and super traders for 15 quid each. Mm-hmm. You can buy uh, a box to put all your books in for a fiver. You can buy a gold book for 100 quid. You can buy a qu- It looks a nice-looking pencil, actually, for a tenner. Um, my Other Ships a Viper t-shirts for 15 quid. A, ki- a USB key fob for a tenner. I don't know how big that is or anything like that. But it's these Chessic Borealis dice for six quid, and they look beautiful. Um, so yeah, you know, and I think six dice for six pounds isn't too bad. No, yeah, no, not when they do uh, like that. And but, they uh, do look gorgeous. Mm. Um, so I think I'd rather put my spare pennies, not getting a ship skin this month, and get a Chessic Borealis dice when the Kickstarter comes out because yeah. they just look so good. Yeah, it is a bit tempting. I mean, I'm hoping that they actually hit at, at least the 95k so that the, we we can see that the spaceship guide, even though incidentally yeah. it says 60 spaceships for the ED RPG, mm-hmm. including all the existing ones. Now, 60. 
And we might have things like the Merlin and so on. Oh, don't don't tell Mr. Jarvis that he'll, he'll have a fit. <laughs> yeah, the crate. Yeah, that snuffler. They might have a crate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we get the crate in there for snuffles. Yeah. Um, ah, so, yeah, so yeah, I think, yeah. So get the spaceship guide and maybe 105k for that for the maps pack thing. Yeah. Um, but have so, you had a chance yet to listen to the interview? That Oliver and um, Obsidian Ant did. Cause Unfortunately, not because it's, oh. it, it's two hours long. However, I did yeah. listen to everybody having a uh, having a go with the uh, the RPG. Yes, that was a lot for the rest of the crew. And I must admit, um, we will give a shout out to Commander Fozzer for I think <laughs> we'll have to give him- it. No, I think the Arnold J. Rimmer Award for uh, services to extreme cowardice. Uh, he, he takes it to a new level. I mean, I can't rem- decide who's more Weasley, Commander Fozzer or Arnold J. Rimmer. You decide. You have a listen to that, people, yeah. and you decide. I think we should put a poll up. Who's worse? Do you think that's possible? It is possible. I just don't think I'll bother doing it. You can ah, do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. It'll be interesting to see. <laughs> you can tell they're not about that, that we can get away with so much yeah, yeah. we know that Fozzer never listens to the show afterwards anyway so that's not a problem <laughs> uh, well moving back to the uh, newsletter yes. um, we've got pa- PAX East on the 9th of March where there will be the Elite Meet Yep. so uh, yeah I, I'm hoping that we'll get a little bit more I'm sure. Well, by then, 2.3 should be into well into beta, and I'm hoping that we we might get a hint of what might be in 2.4. Nah, don't think so. Maybe, maybe I'd add it, but maybe. Now there was one hint of 2.3 that they dropped it at the last elite meet in Birmingham. Yeah, we didn't see anything. We already knew that 2.3 was coming, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So we already knew that 2.2 had dropped, hadn't it? And we knew that 2.3 was on the cards. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, other news? Well, the Distant Stars uh, expedition has come to a close. 350 Valiant Commanders went all the way through the M67 cluster and discovered thousands and thousands of beautiful sites. Um, so, obviously, they'll be coming back, having a rest, and then deciding which part of the galaxy to stick a pin in and head off to next. Um, now, apart from that... There has been these wonderful little, um, little bits of role playing which has been happening. I think we'll come up, come on to that later if that's okay. But apart from that, that's really it in the uh, in the newsletter. I mean, is there anything in the newsletter that took your fancy, that, Ben? That was really, as you say, that's all about it. Unless you want to start talking about the the Galnet news stuff, but. I'm hoping that we'll have Commander Wotherspoon's awesome Galnet news for that. Yes, we will. Um, so that, and I'd rather save that for that because he just does it so much better than I could. Because <laughs> he, yes. he is awesome. Yeah, it is quite awesome, though. So it will be available at the end of the show for anybody who wants to catch up on their Galnet news with a little bit of sarcastic commentary. Um, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, well, we'll leave that to Commander Wotherspoon because he does it better than us. So, um, 
We did have can one... I just add one. Can I just chime in a second? Go on. According to Watcher on Twitch, mm-hmm. the dice that you can get for a, for six quid on the Kickstarter are mm-hmm. normally about a tenner on on Amazon. So there you go. Get them while they can. <laughs> Um, right, well, we're quickly moving on. Uh, we did have a little bit of 2.3 news from Michael Brooks. Uh, a quality of life change, which has been announced, which is the mission redirects. You know how we, we had the passenger redirects that used to yes. wind Fozzer and Cow up? <laughs> as much as we enjoyed having Fozzer and Cow wound up tighter than a... Than a, a, than a tight thing? Well, I was going to say one of those Energizer bunnies, but they, they work on electricity, not on a... Not on yeah, uh, clockwork, not on spring. But, but moving along from that bad analogy, um, he says that the mission redirects uh, will be coming in uh, 2.3 so that now even when you're just delivering um, bio waste from one uh, station to another, you can ignore the message to tell it to to go to the far end of the bubble. So, so when they say go go and actually deliver 10 tons of bio waste to cubicle 3 in Hudson Orbital, you can say now nah, you're having a laugh I'm delivering it I'm delivering it to Sol. Yes. Excellent. Yes. So or in the case of the Hutton truckers now I don't know whether you've heard about this Ben but and I was hoping Grant would be about for it because I, I needed it confirmed or den- denied. Did the Hutton tr- truckers have a little bit of a bio waste bomb. I'm not entirely sure what they were doing, but the yes, defense people. Yeah, yes, they were doing something this weekend, as you obviously gathered from the beginning of the show. I spent ouch, I spent with my family and things like that, and I did not take part in any bio waste dumping. Mm. But I know that the truckers were doing something somewhere. <laughs> Something somewhere with a large amount of bio waste that does does uh, sound alarming. Looks like they've they've finally cleaned out cubicle three. I doubt it. Unfortunately, that's the thing. Well, is that an endless source of bio waste? Cubicle pretty three? much. Well, it, I, it's where I think most of the content for no. I'm going to be nice. To, no, be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Most of the content <laughs> content for Jack Sofflot's lines in Dockers come from. Oh, that, that's a bit kind to Cubicle 3, isn't it? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> well, we, we have had one little bit of extra news as far as Frontier themselves have, has been concerned. Have you, have you read about this one then, Ben? Oh, I have, yes. This is, this is very exciting. I, th- I think it's very exciting. And speculation madness potential. Okay, speculation oh, alert for everybody. Then. Oh, and according to Snoz... Over mm-hmm. 200,000 tons of poop was shipped. <laughs> shipped, you said. Shipped. Yes, just yes, clarifying. My hearing's going at this age. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it was for the Earth Defence Network or something, wasn't it? Uh, EDSL, EDFL or something like that. <laughs> and oh, Grant is saying 20, yeah, 20 kilotons to blessed. <laughs> Oh well, I, I hope they'll. I hope those people in the blessed system can can now relax, and knowing that they're they can are breathe going to go a easy. <laughs> <laughs> if they've got the gas masks. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so, as far as the this, it's, had, well, as far as Frontier is concerned, they have said they have secured a movie license for a third game franchise now 
there's been rampant speculation about what this third game franchise could be. Personally, I'm hoping for Pacific Rim, where you can walk around in big mechs and blowing up Godzilla-like creatures. That'd be that'd be absolutely fine for me. You got any speculation then, Ben? I I have speculation, which is complete speculation. You know, you remember how Frontier did the Outsider, which was basically put onto the back burner, if not fully dropped. And that was for the Xbox 360, I think it was, and the PlayStation it was. 3. Yes, I remember. Um, so, you know, they had this game, and a lot of work was done on it. It, it was starting to look pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. But then it got then things got stopped for whatever reasons. I don't know. Yes. But that- basically, the idea of that was that you were a an operative in the CIA who'd gone rogue. Uh-huh. Now swap the CIA for the MI5. Oh, are, are you? States. Are, are you talking about maybe something to do with Mister Bond? I am. Th- I'll call. Yeah, I'm thinking you know, an open world 007 game. You, using using a lot of the tech that they used, you know, it's not. It's obviously it's not the same game. Obviously, it's not the same story. Mm-hmm. But you know, we know Frontier don't throw anything away. They had yes. ideas ready for this, and yeah, think, okay. I've got no reason to expect they would do a British thing, but you know, they're a British company, so I want to. Th- you know, I've got this feeling that they do. They'd pick a British film license over say the born identity mm. yeah i know i know what you're saying here but the, i think as much as i would like to see a, an open world grand theft auto bond type game um i i don't think is bond considered hollywood well that's you know that that's the question but i, I want to actually have a look at the um have a look at the press release if it actually says hollywood because mm. pc gamers say hollywood but that's PC Gamer. So if yeah. we actually go to the press release, what Frontier Development actually say is Frontier Development secure movie license for third game franchise. Um, video games developer Frontier Development's PLC on Monday said it has received license rights, rights from an unknown, unnamed Hollywood studio to develop its third game franchise. So Hollywood is mentioned. Um, and I don't know if Bond is a Hollywood studio studio or not. Mm. You know, I, I've never been that much of a film buff. Grant might be, but I'm not. Um. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Frying Bullet is suggesting it's a Muppet franchise. A Muppet franchise. Okay. Yep. Uh, I saw earlier I've seen rumours for a Toy Story franchise, which could that could work quite well, actually, I think. No, Disney would never let that go to any anybody else. Apart but front, from... Frontier have done Disney things in the past. Mm, via Microsoft. Yeah, well, it's for the Xbox, but it was you know they did a, a Disney Connect thing. Um, yeah. But I think you know the key word is it's an injury film franchise of global renown, and I can't think of that many films that I would say are enduring and global renown. Hmm. And for me, Bond falls very... It, it's one of the only things that I can think of that falls into global and, global and enduring. Mm-hmm. True. Um, unless, of course, you go born. If you're working on, if you're working on this, this outsider theme, you know, 
Yeah. 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 But, I liked Bourne, but Bourne isn't isn't. I wouldn't say that Bourne's enduring. It's only been 10, 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> not 50 odd years. Yeah, that's enduring. Yeah, Bourne's just an upcomer. Yeah. Well, we'll leave that for the moment and we'll head into, well, the shenanigans that have been happening in game, I think. Okay. Um, all right. So, what we've had so far out of the um, two main storylines that have been. Uh, running at the moment in Elite Dangerous. Um, unfortunately, we've had nothing new about the hyper-interdictions, have we? I haven't heard anything, although no. that might not mean much. Yeah, we, we uh, do know I've, that... I've not heard anything. We do know they're still occurring, but yep. nobody has been able to, to get a different res, uh, response apart from the scan, as if the, the, big, the big ship just says, no, nope, you're not the one I'm looking for, and then sods off. And we'll ignore you even if you shoot at it or not. Grant so, is wanting to suggest Fast and Furious, by the way. Fast and Furious. Well, yep. let's let's be honest. Seven, seven or eight films now. So mm. and Harry Potter, uh, the Wallace and Gromit, a uh, Wallace and Gromit universe. Uh, I think Wallace and Gromit is uh, definitely not Hollywood. <laughs> the wrong Thargoids Gromit. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people have been saying Star Wars and things like that, but A, EA own all Star Wars games, yeah. and B, I really can't see Frontier doing another space game. I think they want to do something that will expand their... Portfolio, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, as much as I, I love the space combat in in Elite Dangerous and how close it is to the original TIE Fighter I, I, I don't know well we, I mean both you and me know that um, EA have got the Star Wars license for at least the end of, until the end yep. of the, these new sequels that have come that are coming out so there's, there's no point speculating it'll be Star Wars yeah so. at the end of the day it's not going to be Star Wars which is a shame I'd love to see I'd love to see Frontier taking a a TIE Fighter kind of game, I think they could do it very well. But then why would they when they've already got Elite Dangerous? Exactly. That, that, that's my point. Yeah. So, okay. So, we'll just have to wait and see what announcements come out on that. Ah, but, yes, the, the in-game shenanigans that's been happening. Well, obviously, since the last time, two more Guardian sites have been discovered. Uh... This is the the ongoing um, hundred million credit bonus mission that comes from one of the engineers, um, and yep. it does appear that both these new sites, um, one is similar to the third one that was discovered, and one is a complete copy of the first one that was discovered. So there's new combinations to be scanned at these uh, at these sites, and we'll put the sites in the. Uh, the show notes for everybody. The no shorts. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I haven't actually got into this one. I have heard there's a lot of griefing going around there, around the around the um, the Guardian sites. But apart yep, from but that, but obviously you know you can avoid all that obviously by going into a private group that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I prefer doing things in open, but sometimes you know when you've got griefers, you just can't. It, you know, you got to do what you got to do, haven't you? Yes, you do. You do. So yeah, so yeah, they're up to they're up to five now, aren't they? 
They are up to five. I don't know how many they've actually got crossed off their list. The Canon, uh, I've got a, a, space, a spreadsheet with, I think, most of the combinations yeah. pl- plotted out. Uh, and uh, people are scientifically going through them one by one until uh, they get a new hit. And every time they get a new hit, then we get a little bit of more information uh, from the engineer about the Guardian Society mm-hmm. themselves. And I'll, I'll just wait for the movie. You just wait for the movie. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I feel like I'm, I'm stuck in the middle of something because I want to go have a look at the Guardians, but then I also want to have a look at this, this Fordermine, Fordermine Rift thing that we're, yes. we'll talk about in a minute. But then you're always called back to the the community goals as well. So I'm, I'm there going, oh, I'd really like to do that. But, yeah. oh, but there's no content that. in Elite Dangerous. Uh, you know that, Colin. Yeah. I, there's nothing well. to do. God, you know. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know what to do. I can't do it. It's just it's so boring. Yes. Well, that's because you're too busy speaking. Obviously, the four, Formidine Rift. Now, we've had a little bit of excitement over this. A little bit of player-generated uh, content. Um, lately, the Conflux Delta base was found. And it was uh, found by two commanders, Commander Barton and Commander Goyalat. However... Uh, we got a message on the forums from Commander Goylat saying that he knocked out Commander Barton's um, uh, power plant and was demanding tw- 50 tons of low-temperature diamonds before the uh, he would release the data and release Commander Barton. Do we know? Has that been paid? Because I thought there was uh, quite a short time limit on that as well. Yeah, there was a three-day time limit. They, they said a three-day time limit, mm. and um, I, it has been resolved. But I don't know whether or not they paid. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, I do know that they, a whole new lore thread was set up on the forums to try and negotiate with uh, Commander Goylet. Yeah, uh, I, I love it. I love the idea. I think it's great and. I think it it's going to do oh. awesome things for Drew's book as well. It's going to, you know, add a wee bit of probably unexpected drama for Drew. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things on the forum saying, damn it, you buggers, we'll have to, I'll have to write 20 more pages. But, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as this was concerned, we had, um, oh, there was a little bit of salt because there was a lot of people going, oh, you, you people are stopping us solving the puzzle and blah, blah, blah. Personally, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I do know that the, you know, it's been resolved. We now have all the data from um, the con, the Conflux database. Um, if anybody wants to see what's happened there, head over to the Conflux data. Uh, the sorry, the Fordermine Rift thread. I think it's now up to part four, um, and there's just two more bases to find now. Um, it does seem from these logs that we're getting back from uh, these discovered bases that. There wasn't a very good success rate. <laughs> there was even a mention on Galnet from the children of Raxler saying that um, giving details about the uh, this dynasty expedition that went on, and they re- they reckon that nobody came back alive from it, even yes. though actually in reclamation, the elite Aye. book reclamation, we do know of at least one person who did. Yeah, but even then, well, a wasn't she? She probably did, but she was laying low and pretty messed up. Well, no, she was a very old lady. Yeah, but she was also 
Yeah, it, uh, I I kind of got the feeling that she's not exactly advertising who she is. Hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Now, the one the one thing that the other thing that was discovered was that the, for all this time there has been a uh, a beacon missing. Each each of these bases was discovered by first by discovering a beacon. You mm-hmm. had then then decipher the beacon, uh, and then you would then search the planet to try and find the base, because it, it didn't actually give you the um, the actual pinpoint place in the base uh, on the planet yeah. for the base. So what the guys who have been doing this have been have been doing had seriously. You've got to take your hats off to the dedication. They they've basically been. Um, all said, right, I am taking this particular uh, latitude and I'm going all the way around on this latitude. I'll mark it off the spreadsheet when I'm done. And they would fly around the entire planet at about nine kilometers, no, about seven kilometers high. So looking, trying to eyeball where this base was. And these bases aren't exactly big. No, I mean, there's, I know it's, oh, oh, I know how hard it is looking for things and flying around and trying to just trying to spot things from a couple of kilometers up and it's so hard when I've been looking for say the oh the what do you call it sites the the uh, um unknown artifact sites or the the alien the alien stuff especially yeah. when it's been night side and then you've got silly things like in you know when it's in canyons or whatever it's just a, oh. it's a nightmare it is a nightmare and one of the ones on uh, I think the Affordable Rift itself um, I think that one, there was one. They're in, the canyon. in canyons, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So you know that was that was that they're being very nasty, mm-hmm. hiding these. Um, however, when you go through um, the Fordham and Rift thread, it does seem that I think we've missed a trick. There, there's something, there's a clue that's been missed that would have taken us directly to the bases instead of having to. Um, Basically, oh, power ball. Okay. According, according to Bitstorm, it is bad, and yeah, he's definitely agreeing that we want tools in game frontier. Staring at a screen, looking at a tiny dot for five hours, blink and you miss it. You know, yeah. your, your eyes are going to start melting in that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, full kudos so, to all the guys doing that, and it's it's amazing. But my, yeah, yeah. well, we know the uh, the elite dangerous community is kind of insane. <laughs> you know, <that's laughs> just just look at the truckers. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty much um, what you expect, really. Or Grant spending... or anyone who'd fly all the way to Colonia in a sidewinder. Um, yeah, it's less said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a thousand light years in. I'm regretting it already. Mm, it's <laughs> not a good sign when you regret things after only a thousand light years. Oh, I know. Hundred jumps to go. Yay! And that's just the first waypoint. Yep. Oh, it's only another twenty-one. Grand. Hello. Hello. It's, it's horrible, isn't it? You actually get to a point where you plot the next waypoint, and you're thinking, "Yeah, it's a thousand light years." Or, you know, it's usually about thirty to forty jumps, and then you go to your left screen, and you go, "Oh, god!" <laughs> it takes you half yeah. an hour to get a quarter of the way there. I mean, I did it in the Orca, <laughs> and, and it had less than what about eleven light years steps. And it just—it's just horrible how long it takes. It's just—and then you go twenty-six times that. It's going to take me a year. Well, funny. I mean, I'm only doing two or two or maybe three hours a week on it, 
And yeah, it probably will take me about a year. But still, plenty of content for Top Shift, I suppose. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be you're not going to be lacking for things to do. <laughs> no, you are. Well, you are, because all you do is press one freaking button <laughs> every three minutes. You press the button, and then then you just got to try not to fall asleep. That's the mission. Because if you fall asleep, you crash into a bloody star, and then you've got to now be extra careful because you're down to 70% hull, and you've not even done a thousand light years. <laughs> oh. oh dear. I, 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 I think... Uh, would you like to share anything more with the group, please, Grant? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jumpaholic. Uh, it definitely <laughs> was the most unpleasant and painful thing I have ever done was the orca and to get 6,000 light years away from Colonia and then explode was just so unfair (laughs) oh that's bad that is so bad but it was funny it was. Yeah, on the subject of, on the subject of funny, I must. I'll, I'll just let I'll interject here. For those of you who follow as one of the friends of our show, Commander Hugh Man, um, he has lately been putting up little thirty-second um, snippets on his YouTube channel of his excellent fozzer related um, flight skills. This is the kind of thing that we, we expect from Commander Commander Fozzer, but Commander Human does it better with music. <laughs> so if you want to see, I used to watch Dan stuff. Yes, well, so if you want to see, yeah. if you want to see ships bouncing and blowing up, then or yeah. pressing the boost. Is it all done? Is it all done to time? time? No. Uh, do 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 do. Boom, boost bang, boom. boost bang. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say though, I mean, because he's, he's you know coming up for that epic week of uh, fundraising with DJ yep. Truthsayer as well. That's the, the when they're going to stream twenty four hours a day, uh, not each, uh, but twenty four hours, splitting it into twelve hour shifts every day for an entire week, up to one hundred and ninety six hours of um, wow. streaming, in order to raise money for special effects as part of the Games Blast. Uh, week, so I think that's the twenty or, th- or something of, isn't it? Twenty or something, twenty something. Same week, beta hits as well. So, um, an amazing week. So definitely keep an eye on what's going on there and definitely support that. It's going to be amazing to watch. Yeah, I mean, to tell you the truth, because it's such a we haven't really had any really major development news to talk about. Um, I think we should better go on to the community corner. I mean, obviously. <laughs> We've we've had the this this stream, but has anybody seen the latest thing which is happening on Reddit at the moment? <laughs> yes, <laughs> brilliant! It's it is special, isn't it? It is. Well, it's it's, it's be- special in so many ways. Before be you before you I- even <laughs> explain what's going on, I want to just share with everybody that my favorite favorite comments apart from piles of what the fuck is this uh, my favorite favorite comment is is this a thing now <laughs> it's just brilliant yes it is, oh, it is apparently it is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> right so i will just explain this um commander zebedee has discovered this website called fiverr where you can basically hire some people to do something for a fiverr now some people have um they design logos for a fiver. Some people decide little jingles. What Commander Zebedee decided to do was hire two guys dancing in the middle of a jungle to the song to call his mates Alan 
and uh, sorry, Dean and Dan, elite dangerous noobs. And <laughs> with everybody else joining in with, what the flying fudge is this? <laughs> it's epic. It's gone down a storm. It's amazing. Such effort put into that dance. And, you know, hey, Dan. Hey, Dean. Hey, Dan. I'm doing the dance here. Hey, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Some good shimmy action. Amazing video had me in stitches. Now, uh, let me just check. Oh, yes. It gets better. <laughs> It gets better because Dean and Dan have now responded to Commander Zebedee by using the ultimate Space Jesus. They have gone and hired the Almighty himself, Space Jesus, to tell Commander Zebedee that he is more of an elite dangerous noob than them. You know what? So I think this if, you, moment, if, if you want, I, think... I, I think I can play this Space Jesus one. It, it plays better than the... Um, Dan and Dean one, which is definitely to be seen, to be enjoyed to yes. its fullest. Um, but I think <laughs> I think we can play. Yeah, I think we can play this one. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Hello, I am Jesus. I wish to inform you, Ollie, that you are indeed an elite, dangerous noob. The Lord looks down disapprovingly upon your pathetic courier and laughs. I do have solace knowing that one day. The mighty Thargoids will destroy your petty existence. Ahem, bitch. <laughs> guys, we actually have Dad and Dean in the sh in the Twitch just now. Hi, oh. guys. <laughs> Can we just say you, oh. you two are utter noobs? Uh, I did not get paid a five, but that one was for free. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey Dean so, <laughs> so let me just say as of this moment I think we can all say that the Fiverr meme war has begun and God help us all <laughs> it is uh, awesome uh, it, it, it brought tears to my eyes I, I, I very much appreciated that <laughs> something not insulting and yet even more insulting that someone's gone one that you know the impressiveness of the video alone uh, and the effort gone into it is, is 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 impressive so you can't ignore the the effort there but it, i don't know if that makes it more insulting that they've gone to that level of effort in order to call you noobs or whether it kind of counteracts that or I don't know because you can't you know you've just got to admire the genius in both of them and um yeah blame them for every single video that comes out from this point forward is your fault that's Dean Dan and um of course uh, Zebedee or Ollie is it Ollie or Oliver I think it's Ollie, yeah. 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 Um. This is God. <laughs> it's your fault. Don't do it. It's wrong. The internet is for porn. Um. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I'm just looking at the video again. It's just unbelievable. Uh. I, I think um, the, the Frontier Community Relations staff are there just going, oh, God, now what? <laughs> Yeah, what first there's a flipping goat. Now we're going to get yeah. goat videos. I don't know if you can get a goat saying you're a noob in... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Zebedee saying it is Ollie. 
It is the best fiver you ever spent. I think I think we totally yep. agree. Stuff that. Do you want a skin for your, your anaconda or a video call of your friend's noobs from two people dancing in grass skirts in the jungle? Yeah, that is not a difficult choice. That is not difficult. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Well... On a more serious note... Jumanji! Um, the... There's a long-running film. F- <laughs> <laughs> we could get those two guys in. Forget Frontier onto them if that's their movie franchise. <laughs> uh, no, Tarzan! Tarzan! That's a long run. That's got to be one of the longest-running movie franchises out there. I've never seen a decent Tarzan game. Mm. I can't think of any. Not likely to either. What? Yeah. It's just Spider Man <laughs> with a different skin. Mm. <laughs> uh. I can't think of a decent Spider Man game though either. What? Although, there, there was yeah. an absolutely fantastic Spider Man game. I, I don't know about um, you guys. Not- Mm-hmm. But I, I think if you have, you know, the, the phrase long running movie uh, franchise, I reckon if you have a reboot, it wipes it. So, you know, I think that, you know, Spider Man, frankly, is brand new because we've had uh, three yes. reboots in the last three years. Um, and yeah, I mm-hmm. think, you know, I think, I, I think that should basically reset it to zero. Uh, whereas Tarzan's never had a real proper reboot, I don't think so. Oh no, it did this year, didn't it? He got the whole big it did. one with it Eric did last the Viking. Year, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a Battlestar Galactica one would be good, but again, that's not. I wouldn't really say that's Hollywood, though. No, that was Canada, wasn't it? And I wasn't sure necessarily if it would be a movie or if it possibly could be a Hollywood TV series or something that it could be based on. But that is just me hoping that you know the Expanse and things like that might be on the. the it's just so exciting. Oh, I can't. I know. I missed that. I, I've. I, yeah, I would love an Expanse game, but you know, just like we're not going to see a Star Wars one, I don't think they'd do a Expanse game. No, so, so Serenity, but no. unfortunately it's not going to be that either. But the, I don't think it's going to Serenity game would be... Don't you think a Serenity game would... Certainly the spaceship part of it would actually be quite boring, seeing as you know all you're doing is literally flying around. <laughs> oh, I don't want to... <laughs> there's there's, to there's no pew-pew or anything. Commander Starion has suggested Flash Gordon. Commander that would Sneavis, be good, yeah. Uh, Commander Sneavis has uh, recommended the Old Testament 2018, The Smittering. Ben-Hur! <laughs> Pimp but your chariots on. As Stoop says, is saying Jurassic Park, which actually, you know, that's that's a good one. And, and with the dinosaur models, it could be fantastic. But, yep. you know, maybe we can just borrow No Man's Sky and, and fix it. <laughs> well, and David Braben does want his dinosaur hunting. Yeah, Buck Rogers is a uh, good show. I, I love Buck Rogers. But it's not, uh, not we really need a, a Hollywood We need movie. a Buck Rogers. Yeah, we need a Buck them. Rogers reboot, though. I love their spaceships. It is, it's, you know, it's one of these things where it's, 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 there's no way that their revelation is going to be uh, a wonderful thing to experience because we're all going to, it's going to be anticlimactic no matter what because speculation has gone AWOL. We have no idea. Um, it's just that uh, the fact, you know, no matter what, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's Hello Kitty. Oh, it's the Barbie movie. We've got a Barbie game coming. And we're all going to be sitting there going, no! 
<laughs> we wanted something exciting. Like, you know, that'd Riddick. That would be absolutely hilarious. Chronicles of Riddick, you know, but I reckon, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be a really uh, epic kind of story led uh, game with single player because that's, you know, play to their strengths. Um, uh, having a beautiful, massive game scope that's as big as Planet Coaster and Elite Dangerous would be just epic in any game. So to have a decent story narrative that you follow through would just be amazing. So I'm hoping it's something like that. And I think there's quite a lot of people that are thinking Avatar, um, which is... Avatar? Avatar. Well, it's got a three-movie franchise and there's not really been a big game, but... Again, as I say, we can build ourselves up with all these wonderful hopes and dreams. And that took us back half an hour in the show. We'll have to start again. Um, but basically, um, <laughs> it would be... It's just it's spectacular. Uh, and I think uh, Bond is isn't still MGM. Um, or I think it might be... Uh, yeah, it's still M- it is MGM, yes. As opposed to sort of like your, your typical Hollywood. But... <sighs> I can't wait to find out. Do you know what? This this is what we should be speculating, guys. Oh, are they saving the it to discuss at LaveCon? Or are they going to do the cruelest things ever and announce it at some event one week later? I'm sure Frontier would never come along to LaveCon and say, well, you know, we could talk about this, but Gamescon. You, you guys are they, still They would bitter. never do that. No, You're no, still no. bitter, aren't you? Not bitter, but how awesome would it be? You know what, I'll, I'll see what we can do. <laughs> I can't promise anything, but I will get the sniffer dogs onto Ed. I will rake through Zach Antonanchi's garbage again. I will stalk... No, I can't stalk Bo. She's got that paperwork now. Um, so yes. I can't do that. I will, I will do whatever I can try and do to convince them that LaveCon is an ideal place in which to announce it. Yeah, there's no press there, but fuck the press. <laughs> We're more important. We play the game. They don't. So tell us. <laughs> Maybe we can just, you know, I don't know, come up with some kind of special... I will rig the chairs that they will not be able to leave the chairs until we get a satisfactory answer. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that out loud either. That's too soon. Damn it. Okay, so uh, apart from Grant admitting that he he's probably going to be in prison after LaveCon, um, <laughs> we'll um, know. Quickly, we'll <laughs> know. It doesn't matter as long as we know. <laughs> ah, back to the community. <laughs> um, we've yes. just had a small word from the people who run. Um, I well. How do you pronounce this one? I always get it wrong. Inara. Inara, yeah. Inara.com. Formadine. Um, I use it. What? Formadine. Oh. He always gets Not the Formadine Rift, the Inara. He, he always Formadine. gets that wrong too. Yeah. I know. Okay, I know. He, he I didn't get trans- Formadine wrong today. He got it right. Look, I need a tongue transplant. I know. This one doesn't seem to fit. <laughs> <laughs> Inara. Now, these guys... <laughs> oh, you... What, I hate to think what's going through Grant's head right now. <laughs> I just think you have a very inappropriate um, game, well, link to moving, a video game moving, that I watched. Moving back on, quickly. <laughs> yes. Quickly. <laughs> now, it was I a used... parody, not a real thing. <sighs> oh, head, bang, desk, bang. This never happens when Fozza presents. <laughs> and that's why it's, that's why it's so much more fun when he doesn't because <laughs> we know it's a trade record we don't care sorry Colin 
So, so what's this about Inara? Inara, Inara, and yeah. Urn, Urn. Oh, right, that is not easy, is it? That's yeah. That, that's the spelling there is wrong. It's. I'm sure it's. I'm just going to go is, check. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Inara. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the spelling on the on the thing is wrong. <coughs> yeah. I n a r a dot c z. Oh, what chance have I got when you even spell it wrong? Ben? I didn't do it. It's, this is all Marshall's fault. He can't spell. Yeah, Andre's not here to defend himself, but yeah, curse you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, it is a very extensive fan site. I've got my own command. Well, both my commanders are on there yep. being updated. However, um, they would like to remind everybody about the amount of data that they've taken from the game and... They, ha- they ask the community to bear with them as they update the site with the latest changes. I mean, they do this for free, it's in their spare time, and the changes that were put in in 2.2 are massive. So please bear with them. Um, they are updating it, it's just going to take them time. Now, you, Coming soon. You mentioned that they have got uh, all that data. Uh, having a look at the page, I noticed one thing that stands out uh, massively. Uh, there is this um, Radio Sidewinder um, player. Where's, where's the live radio there's one? A, there, there's a live, there is a live radio one. There so is another radio station. Oh, it's even got Hutton. Woohoo! Um, I, <laughs> yeah, are you happy now? I'm happy now. But also... Uh, right, what, shut the fuck up. What, what I was <laughs> looking for was if they have uh, extensive costs, where's their donate button? Mm. Actually, that's what I was thinking. I thought there used to be a donate button. Maybe they just have you know, decided that it's worth... Uh, or, or they they believe they didn't want to pass that cost on. But you know, guys, if you get a donate button up there, I am certain that the there are a number of com- of commanders in this universe that would be yeah. more than happy to chuck some pennies at you and help you with the costs. Now, Inara is a very very good site, and I I use it for a few things. I mean, there's there's too many really good sites on for Elite Dangerous, unfortunately. And yeah. all of them are good for their own little bits and bats. I've never seen this one. What? What do you know? What is its kind of? Uh, what would you call it? Its uh, unique selling point. Yeah, UPS. Yes, I would say. Well, it's, an, it's a one-stop shop, basically. Um, if you need to find out, basically, what's going on, where, um, and you need to find it quickly, then. This is where you find it. The, the Galaxy Guide they've got there for stuff like the engineers is invaluable. Uh, and if you can keep your own commander's log up to date, you can actually import ships which have been generated by um, the Coriolis. Coriolis, yeah. Um, See, I got it right. You did, well. Yeah, you can, you can pull them in there to keep your fleet up to date as well. Um, so it is, is one of the best resources I would reckon for Elite Dangerous. Uh, and plus also they've also got extra stuff about uh, latest space news ability for people to put up their logs so there's a little bit of role playing in there so their engineers is awesome too Um, they're really great guide whenever I'm doing any engineering thing I go in and you know it's like okay well I want to look at this so how the hell do I even speak to that engineer yeah Uh, and it just it talks you through it yeah, and if you want to follow my descendant in, descendants into space madness, my logbook is available on on Inara, which will show my character eventually beginning to lose their mind. Okay, are like, you also? Sorry, I thought you finished your sentence there. No, go on. Are you also uh, logging your journey onto EDSM? EDSM? No, I'm not actually. 
Right, because I, yeah, I, I, I loved EDSM for logging my journey and ED Discovery reads from your log and automatically puts it onto EDSM. And then if you make your profile public, um, you can other people can see there. Other, other people can see where you're going. Ah, I see. Right. Um, I just want to point out to Commander Nopilus 3OS on, on the chat room. Yes. Um, I am probably the only sci-fi fan who has never watched Firefly, so I do not know how to pronounce Inara. I listen. Hey, hey, hey! I yeah. have it. I have the DVDs ready. It's just I haven't <laughs> actually watched it yet. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I love Mrs. Reynolds. It was. It's, it's kind of. It's kind of. Yeah, Mrs. Reynolds. It's kind of a, a rite of passage in our house. Um, my my son, well, the son, he was hooked on the whole uh, Angel box set that Susie and I had watched as they were airing way, way, way back. <laughs> and then, you know, we gave him Firefly and uh, it was one night when, you know, there, you'll like these. And then the next morning you look at him and you go, you've watched, <laughs> you've watched them all, haven't you? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And you're like, great. And then yeah. it was Caleb's turn. He turned, you know, um, 13. We thought that's a, a goomer, that kind of stuff. And he, thought he would really really enjoy it and so yep handed him discs next morning you've watched them all as well haven't you you've not <laughs> slept one bit so colin <laughs> leave it to your day when you're not working the next morning and uh, you'll enjoy and your it. wife lets you watch things all day oh that's never gonna happen mm. i found the paypal yeah. button oh did you yeah it's a you have agency idea that um that commander marshall has put up no, I haven't, because he put it up about two minutes before he said he wasn't going to be able to show up on the show, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Which was about two minutes before the show went live. Well, unfortunately, Marshall had to cry off, mostly because there's there's issues with the uh, with the paladins, and uh, as as top paladin, he's got to go bash heads together. So, we we wish him luck. <laughs> I mean, well, what what it basically is. Is what we kind of talked about with multi crew, uh, which is the fact that if somebody's out in the middle of somewhere and going, oh wow, will you never guess what I've seen, rather than what how it currently goes, which is here's the location, come and have a look, uh, you can multi crew and jump into their ship and go, oh look at that, that's impressive. Yeah, I get that. And so that's what this travel agency seems to be uh, about. So it's kind of like being able to see things and, 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 and hook up commanders for sort of multiplay and uh, just have a wee sneak peek of what's going on in an area. So you can then go, well, that's definitely worth going out in my own ship to get a scan of that. Which, you know, does, does that yeah. work? Does that, I, I don't know. I think there's definitely going to be people that are going to be very... Because I am... Um, the, we've got multiple different Frontier accounts. We've got the Hutton Truckers account, and I was logging in there to accept friends onto the friends list to allow uh, one of our events to go ahead. And mm -hmm. whoever had flown it last had left it at one of the ruins, uh, one of the wrecked right. ships. And I'd logged in, not paid a blind bit of attention to what was on the screen, and was doing other stuff when these noises started to fill the room. Now, if you've not been to an alien shot wreck ship, uh, shipwreck site if you've not been there you will not have a clue of the weird fripping it's kind of like a constipated lion farting and 
but every so often you get this <laughs> noise, really, really off-putting. And I thought, you know what? As part of this sort of multi-crew, if you could jump in and just get a good look and a feel of the atmosphere around these things, it would be spectacular. And, you know, how much fun would it be to be multi-crew in your pal's ship as he craps his pants due to a, the very first hyperdiction that results in alien retaliation and just being able to see him going no no not my ship not my ship you're going I, I, I'm just going to nip back to mine see, see you guys bye <laughs> so I think you know it's a great idea and you know anything that encourages people to, to play with each other and to have a look and, and to get involved in, in the, the beauty of the game which is out there I keep doing this thing where I think I'm going to fly to that nebula and have a look at it and then no matter how flipping close I think I am to that nebula I'm never bloody in it how does that work? <laughs> that just drives me mental. Uh, oh, by the way, um, uh, according to the chat room, music has kicked in. Ooh. On Twitch or on on radio? Twitch is fine, but I think on, on the radio, music has kicked in. Nope. Um, that's that's what they're they're saying about three minutes ago. Oh, that's I, that's strange. Uh, um, this could be when Grant's going to say, Ben, are you recording this? And I'm going to say, no. No, no, don't worry, but it's, it's still recording this end. Um, we're stream still <laughs> up. If they hit refresh, <laughs> if they hit refresh, it should kick back in. I'll go and investigate that uh, right now and see if I can kick its arse. <laughs> okay. You go, you go kick uh, its bottom. Uh, in the, uh, in the um, meantime... Crap pilot is saying it's okay now, by the way, Grant. Yeah, it should just be a refresh and then it should kick oh. in. Right. Well, the other thing that um, Commander Marshall would like us to look at is that the Colonial Olympics have been announced. Now, this appears to be um, an attempt to get all the newly created factions in uh, Colonia to, to join in with each other in some competitive sports. Uh, these sports include canyon racing, flight assist off limbo, SRV base jumping, off-road racing, Splat the Rat, no idea, and King of the Hill. What, um, what type gold, of Olympics are these? Uh, the Colonia Olympics. Splat the Rat? Yeah, I know. I want to know how they're doing Splat the Rat. Sounds rude. I, <laughs> did you not... Did, you know, I know the... Like the funfair game, Splash the Rat, where you basically you put a, a, a sock in a tube and then it slides down the tube and you've got a hit as it comes out. Too much info, Ben. Too much info. You've given away too much. <laughs> did, you not, did you not do that? Like if you went to a tombola or something like that? Something involving a, a sock and then hitting it. <laughs> it's a stuffed sock that you got hit with a hammer. <laughs> well... The Olympics will uh, the Olympics will be held from Saturday the 18th to uh, Saturday the 25th of February in various locations across Colonia. Nations will be competing in groups, uh, and we'll also include a link to their um, their trailer, which has been released. Uh, there'll be a grand closing ceremony on the February the 25th. All events will be held held about eight o'clock uh, IGT and US events at. 23 IGT. Commander Smokey is suggesting that Splat the Rat is when you call a fuel rat and then attack them. Um, <laughs> crap pilot pilot saying whack-a-mole, but whack-a-mole, that's what you put on your... Um, I was going to do for Mexican food, but I'm not going to bother now because 
That's guacamole, guacamole, guacamole. Yeah, okay, I can see where you were going there. Thank God you didn't. <laughs> so, yes, the, there's this... Um, the Colonial Olympics are... They're planned. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, unfortunately, I've only got another 20,000 light years to actually get to Colonia, so I will not be able to take part in any way or form. <laughs> so, are we at this particular point, we would like to pay tribute to uh, one individual, a commander, Ignatius J. Riley, as it is his birthday. And for those of you who have not heard any of the contributions that Mr. J. Riley has made... Grant, do we have those adverts lined up? Of course. I'm nothing but the consummate professional. Hey, buddy. Why the long face? Exploring is boring. What? What makes you say so? Because I have to scoop for fuel at every single store. And then the voices I hear in the store tell me to... Whoa. Sounds like you've got a case of space madness. What you really need is really big gas tank. What? With really big gas tank, you'll be sailing the Milky Way in style and comfort. No more hanging out at every stupid store just to refuel. It's as easy as honk and go. Gotta get to Beagle Point for a romantic interlude? Just honk and go. Wanna be the buckiest ball in the galaxy? Just honk and go. And if you fill your really big gas tank with patented Jumbonium 5000, you can honk and go, go, go! Gee, thanks, mister! No, thank you. Really big gas tank. Because why wait when you can honk and go? Jumbonium 5000 has been known to cause extra arm growth, outdoor mayonnaise, typism, and spontaneous target face. Use only a drug. On the far side of the bubble. On the dark side of an airless moon. On the slightly more interesting side of a ravine. There lived the engineer. The engineer can make your lasers more powerful. Your engines speedier and your gas tank really really big what do you want i want fish wait what that's right fish carp char chub jack loach crabby muckabate prickleback sole snook snake tang wahoo wabagum banjo banga snook soul shad scat Come on by with the long nose cat. Noodlefish, nibblefish, northern squaw. Huma, huma, nuka, nuka, wapa, wapa. What about Swedish fish? Why the hell not? Thanks, mister. You're in the wrong commercial. Well, shit. Fish, because, you know, space. I love his stuff. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, should, should we should we drop drop in the person who let us know about his birthday? Do you think? Oh, I don't think we should drop it. Drop them in it just at this moment in time. You don't know? 
No, 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 no. We should just do something, you know, like okay. Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to Mr. Fishy Pants because space. <coughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, you really enjoy playing with that soundboard, don't you? <laughs> it's, it's my favouritest thing in the world. It really is. <laughs> Uh, and Star Snevis is suggesting that yeah that Starion wants just to play the honk and go advert too. We did play it. I just forgot to twist the right knob. That's all. So if you were listening on the radio, <laughs> you didn't hear it. It will be in the podcast. I promise you. And in, in just in honour of Ignatius T, we will play it right at the end as well. So happy birthday to you. I hope you have a flipping fantastic day. Uh, well, unfortunately, we're now going to have to bring the tone down a little bit. Um, uh, we'd like to send out our regards to a good old commander, Citizen Lake, Dave Hughes, who uh, writes the, who is in the process of writing the Elite Dangerous role-playing game, Elite Encounters. Unfortunately, Dave's been struck down quite badly with uh, an illness, uh, and we do know that things is with the role-playing game has come to a halt because he is so ill. So we'd just like to pass on some uh, regards to him. Get well soon. Take it easy. Uh, get better first, I big, think. Big hugs and lots of love. And, yeah, hope that, hope that you make a quick recovery and get back to normal. Moany and, you know, angry. Uh, like we like you. Mm, and another grumpy, angry Scotsman. I mean, where do we all come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, I, I remember seeing his the start of his, his his worries on on Facebook when he posted, and I just thought, oh God, no, please, 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 let it be a very short and swift recovery um, for him. And, and I think we, and I think we all feel the same way because. Can't, you know, it's one of these things you never want to hear someone having he's gone through so much and had such a tough time of it over the last two years um, and it's just a shame that he's now having to go through even more crap, it's just not fair Yes I know, it's one of those those moments where you're just there going oh, what, more? How can you, how can you handle more? Thank you um, and, and unfortunately as people have probably already realised um, we've lost Lisa Vu uh, Lisa Vu has, has left the Lave Radio team so I mean it's always sad when we, we lose a crew member but we'd like to take this opportunity to say thanks for everything that she's done uh, we'll hope that she's having uh, a good time over there in the States and uh, hopefully she'll keep in touch yeah. uh, who's going to uh, correct my spelling and typos and stop me sending inappropriate emails now uh, oh God, we're screwed, aren't we? We're finished. It's never going to work. No, um, yeah, we wish Lisa all the best, and and Indeed. of course James. We miss them at Lavecon, and it's you know just it's awesome mm-hmm. to have her as part of the EDRPG episode. If you've not listened to it, it's currently up on laveradio.com, yeah. and we'll go down as her last outing with the crew. And boy, she made the most of it. <laughs> it was a good one. It yes. was a good one. 
I always think of her now as the commander of Ridquat Station. Hive of scum and villainy and trying to keep charge of it now, I think. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on, we have, of course, we've touched on this, that Commander Human and DJ Truthsayer are doing their week of st- live streaming on the 20th of February. <laughs> So if you want to make a contribution, you'll find that at justgiving.com slash fundraising slash Commander Hugh Mann. Uh, and an other shout-out has to go to the Pixel Bandits, who, again, are keeping the regular slot at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday, so they'll have already started, actually, and will be completely ignoring this podcast. Uh, their Xbox Tuesday Night CQC Club uh, from 9 o'clock onwards. So I might be popping over and joining them probably in about an hour or so uh so i think i think we've come out of all the news we've got has anybody got any other business they'd like to just quickly flag up i think i'm good well yeah i can't think of anything in particular well elite meet we are uh as an organization we are almost putting tickets on sale for elite meet in bristol in 2017 that's on the 1st of april 2017 in bristol i said that already i know and we actually have got would that be 1st of april 2017 in bristol might be let me just double check right. that uh, is that is that bristol in the uk or is it the one in australia or or maybe in, in american bristol i'm sure there is i'm, I'm going to go to the one in australia well, <laughs> remember that they had a, they had a south wales in australia but then they got mm-hmm. confused with the one that was here so you know they had to call it new well they had an amsterdam in in america and then you know they went off and called that new as well Hmm. And then they just got really confused and decided it was York instead. You crazy Americans. So we're, we're hoping to get tickets on sale ASAP, as in this week. If you want to come along to Elite Meet, Elite Meet is not like the other conventions. That is, there is no staging of any event stuff at all. Basically, the premise is, it's a pub, it's a room... Come along, have a drink, bring. meet commanders. If you've got a board game that you like to play that you never have enough people to play, bring it. Set up a table, invite people to come and join you. And what generally happens is we end up with uh, a PC rig with uh, Oculuses, with Vives, they'll be there. So you get a chance to try it in a much more relaxed and less of a QE situation, which is quite nice. So you can ask the, whoever the machine it is, have a shot at different games and, and, and try different stuff on them. Then you've got board games, card games, oh, crikey, food, drink, chats, laughs, giggles, tons of it and um, it's awesome so it's very different in feel to the big beasties that are well Lavecon for a start which is massive and then of course the Elite Dangerous Elite meets they tend to be a bit more um, content centric as well with a lot more drinking (laughs) as well probably on the sides and then the latter one in Fantastic and later on the year again is very much a staging of things so it's a very different community run event in that respect. So if you are feeling a little bit, I don't know, overwhelmed at the bigger conferences, then come along to these. I can guarantee you, once you've done one elite meet, you will be hooked to them all and you'll want to do them all every year for the rest of your life. And we apologize for that. Um, but tickets should be on sale before the weekend. So 
keep checking elitemeat.info, the website, elitemeat.info, for the up-to-date information on that, where the hotel is and the details. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Ben, are you going to manage to get along to that one? I need to... Oh Speak very Your nicely wife to the wife. Is amazing, isn't she? She is. She is. She is absolutely wife. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Heard of. Yeah. She. You know. She, she. You've really got to uh, take your hat off to, to such an amazing person. She is. Now, it's I, so I want to try. I want to try and go along. Um, I do want to try and go along. It's. It's just time, basically. And she's time so and money, not murderous. Or, or, you know... <laughs> <laughs> she's from Yorkshire, of course she's murderous. <laughs> so, yeah, take out Elite Meat is going to be awesome. Also, also in the same vein, uh, we had an amazing post by Mia Hale, who's one of the Hutton Truckers. Now, we've been saying in the, the Hutton Truckers movement for a long time about pizza meats and people getting really frustrated. How come there's not a pizza meat where I am? And we always answer... Flipping arrange one then, you cheeky, lazy bastards. And <laughs> as a result of showing that, we have an elite meet. We have our second pizza meet in Glasgow coming up in March. So if you are in the Glasgow area or are willing to come down for a night of pizza and some beers, uh, I can strongly recommend it. We had a wee small turnout in the first one because it was quite close to the end of December and therefore quite a busy time. But... You know, we'll be there, a couple of beers, some nice pizza, good giggles, and then home. It's a nice evening, so... And if you want to have one in your neck of the woods, just find a, a relevant place that sells pizza, has tables and drink, and book it and offer up. And that's it, simple as. And people turn up, and then you've got your first event. Then you make it bigger and bigger, more and more pizza, and then you've got your first pizza convention. Oh, no, it's not it's a bit elite. It's not a bit pizza. <laughs> PizzaCon. PizzaCon. Well, well, you see, I we, do, thinking, we do have the pizzerolas and things. You know, with the Hutton Truckers, we could easily do a Hutton Trucker convention. But then we have enough problems in the Facebook group with um, <laughs> strange, uh, lonely women out on various different highways looking, for, looking for a trucker to fill their pit stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is getting... Very hairy. This getting racist. It's almost well. It's not. It's not even racist. Can you can, can you be racist against a trucker? I don't think you can be. Surely not. <laughs> hairy pot noodle waffling um, trucky sweaty arsed crack uh, lay by chomping monsters keep applying to join as well. Of course we let them in. So uh, there we have Grant yet again showing the Glaswegian ability of being able to string so many insults together in an oppressive manner. So. <laughs> Okay, I think I think we will begin to wrap things up. So at this moment, I will say thank you to all those that have joined us in the chat room. Who are as academic dust, Commander Embryo, Commander Lennon, Commander uh, One Ripped, Commander Rapidfire, Commander Starian, Commander Tia Time, Hogworm, Jun um, Duke Low, uh, Nepolithrius, uh, and Sneevis, and it's, it's Commander Underscore Penguin actually a person or is it just a, a bot? They always seem to be there. They don't seem to log out. No idea. Unknown. Hmm. Never mind. Okay. So, um, Ben, who have we got in game life. with you, and who's? Well, he seems to 
he, she seems to have made it to our live chat room uh, and never leaves. Uh, did you hear is about... Q still there? I, I put Q back the other day. Yes. Yeah, Q's there. Did you, okay, did you see, hear the story about the uh, the homosexual pair of penguins? Didn't they split them up at Edinburgh Zoo or something? Well, there was something on the line anyway. It was basically the fact that they got kind of really upset with all the other couples having eggs and they didn't, so they ended up getting a, an egg-shaped rock. <laughs> I know. It's just cute. That's, like, that's really cute. It's a cute story. Sorry, I dare. <laughs> yes. I should, have, I should have been here earlier to get all the derailments out of the way before the end of the show. I'm sorry. Get out of your system. Yeah. Ben, who have you got <sighs> flying around the orange sideband at the moment? And uh, who's in Twitch? Or are there, are there lots of people in Twitch? There's about 60 odd people in Twitch, and Grant's derailment <laughs> took me 20 kilometres away, and I've lost everybody in game. Uh. Oh, uh, well, in, um, in, in that right, case... Right, we've got Railwind Cal- Calera, and I'm waiting for everyone else to come back into range. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if if it's okay, um, I think we, we, could, we can say thank you to everybody who's joined us on Twitch, because there's now a lot more of you than... than yes. the, uh, I, I've got them now. Right, we've got Crap Pilot, <laughs> Frank, High Bike, Pillbox, Privateer, Rov... Um, Raven, Calera, um, Embryo, who just killed me, and Zed. Fair enough. Okay, so I think that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com, Facebook slash laveradio, at laveradio on Twitter. You can join the Discord channel by going to tinyurl.com slash lavechat, or you can join our TeamSpeak server where commanders hang out to speak and chat on TeamSpeakLaveRadio.com. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30ish and streamed out at HTTPLaveRadio.com slash live. So thanks to Grant, thanks to Ben, and thanks to all those commanders that have joined us outside Lave Station. So until next time, fly safe, and if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
Galnet News Digest, 7th of February, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Ramtar talks a load of obelisks. Ancient ruins held to ransom. Raxler release Rift Report. Galactic leaders make some vague statements. Discoveries scoreboard. Ramtar talks a load of obelisks. As time runs out on his quest to find out about the ancient race known as the Guardians, Rantar seems to be getting worried he might not get all the data. He's released a statement clarifying that although some of the settlements are apparently identical, they in fact hold different sets of data about the Guardians, and that with enough experimentation, more information may be gleaned. He also pointed out that the clock is ticking, as the licence for his specialist Guardian Obelisk deciphering software is about to run out. Ancient ruins held to ransom. The only pirate ever to have been daft enough to fly all the way to the Conflux, this week attempted to hold the location of one of the Dynasty Project's settlements to ransom. The pirate, a commander, Goliath, is alleged to have held the discoverer of the Conflux Expedition Delta Mission Rally Point, Commander Baton, hostage and demanded 50 tonnes of low-temperature diamonds in exchange for the release of Baton. Whether the ransom was ever paid remains unknown, but shortly afterwards Commander Baton seems to have been released, and he then released the coordinates, and the messages left by the Delta team at their rally point are now available to everyone. In the messages, a crew member describes the mysterious cargo the fleet of Anacondas is delivering as some kind of artefacts. What could these unknown artefacts have been? Raxler Release Rift Report In related news, the children of Raxler have released a statement about the information discovered about the Dynasty project so far. Three fleets of anacondas were covertly dispatched in the year 3270 to deep space locations to deploy secretive objects in what was at the time locations at the very limit of travel capabilities. Just who paid for this massively expensive undertaking is not clear, but the Sirius Corporation seems the most likely sponsor. No new data regarding Kahina Loren, also known as Salome, has come to light following these investigations, but the children of Raxler remain convinced that she was killed because of what she knew about the Dynasty project. Perhaps that's also why Ran Corson died. One striking point made by the children of Raxler is that none of the anacondas made it back to the bubble. Every single one was lost in deep space, and the wreckage and the signs of survivors are only coming to light now, 33 years later. Galactic leaders make some vague statements. The leaders of the galaxy's superpowers have made more vague statements, in the style to which we've become accustomed. Emperor Arissa Livinia Duval called President Zachary Hudson a warmonger and said again that she has no idea if hyperdictions are caused by alien spacecraft or some other less extraordinary cause. 
President Hudson suggested that the aliens may already have infiltrated the empire. Former Federal President and Prime Minister Mahan's close advisor, Jasmina Halsey, suggested that understanding cooperation and a willingness to go beyond political point scoring was the only way forward. If that was alright by everyone else. With incisive leadership like this to contend with, the Thargoids will probably give up and go home. Discoveries Scoreboard Here are the number of discoveries made so far. Formidine Rift, 4. Hawkins Gap, 4. Conflux, 2. Ancient Ruins, 5. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.